Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Hey, Bitch Talkers. It's our special guest who's (laughs) joining the top of our basic bitch, Stephanie Dominguez-Walton. Friend of the show. Perfect perfect place for me, basic bitch, right? Yeah. And at at the top of it, you're right at the top of the basic bitching. Um, We've we've known you for a while. You've been doing some things, uh, you know, running for office. Um, Now you're just putting together this huge fundraiser for Planned Parenthood Marmonte. Um, You and I have been kind of working on this a little bit on the side for the last couple of months. Um, It's been a great project for me to be a part of, too, just because... everything else went to shit. And you're like, Hey, I have some questions for you. I'm like, Oh, this is my wheelhouse, but, um, it's coming up. It's September 29th. And we wanted to have you on because, you know, shit's blown up in Texas. And that was scary. Was that two weeks ago or last week? Now? I don't know anymore. Two weeks ago. It's two weeks. Yeah. (sighs) And uh, we have a recall tomorrow, although this is going out later in the week, which is also scary, but I want you to talk about your work with Planned Parenthood Marmonte and also about your awesome fundraiser that's coming up. So, Oh God, I'll hand it over to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, first of all, wonderful to see you guys. Um, I'm just so I'm honored to be a part of this always have been, but I'm just so proud of the work that you guys are doing. And just to kind of um, let the audience know, I did reach out to Aaron and Ange and Char early on with this Planned Parenthood Advocates Marmonte, which is the which is the advocacy and more political arm for just sort of lay speak of the organization, right? We have Planned Parenthood Advocates Marmonte, which is the charitable organization um, where you make your contributions for boots on the ground healthcare that get people not just safe legal abortion, but prostate exams and well child checks and you name it, COVID testing, that kind of thing. Um, and then there's the advocates side, which um, is it houses our pack. And we do political advocacy work. And, and so we're raising money right now for this recall, which will have the result. And let's keep our fingers crossed. But, you know, yeah, you know, polls schmoles like it ain't done. Yep. It's done. Right. Okay. Right. But we'll have an answer by the time this airs. Um, and we're also raising money to get behind uh, elected champions of women's reproductive health care. And we know and I know you believe it and you're strong believers and advocates of abortion as healthcare because of a variety of reasons, right? Because it's essential to our existence because nobody knows our bodies better than we do to quote a couple of famous chicks I know. Um, (laughs) Uh, Famous? uh... (laughs) Yay to me Um, and to many others, come on. So so I, I asked you guys if you could help me in my efforts to raise half a million dollars for this 2022 election cycle, (laughs) because that's what it takes to make sure that we continue to elect these champions in the state of California, because we can't be Texas and we don't have the Buffy Wixes and the Barbara Lees and the, uh, you know, our our affiliate region is huge. You know, let's go all the way down to Bakersfield where there has been some danger Mm -hmm. more than one time. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what we're doing. And, um, 
we wanted to put an event together, a virtual event, like we haven't been to enough of those, but <laughs> we got to get together somehow to sort of fight this thing. And so we came up with this idea. We'll do a virtual fundraiser, September 29th at 6 p.m. We're going to call it Fund the Fight. Tickets start at 50 bucks. They go all the way up to, and I'm not even kidding, 50 Gs. And, and there have been people who have thrown down at that level, but we got we got to keep spreading the word. And it's not just, it's that you give, not how much you give is really the mm -hmm. message. Um, and, and what we needed to do for this event was have a draw. And, you know, we can talk about abortionist healthcare all day long, but we got to get people fired up to get on another Zoom. So that's where <laughs> you guys come in. And uh, you put me in touch with some amazing people, uh, <laughs> Raphael Casal, Alana Brown, Sam Bempong, the, you know, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the genius behind the curtain. Yes. Um, and we had an event. And so Alana Brown, who is a writer, a filmmaker, she writes on blind spotting. She's hosting our event for us. Um, she's going to talk to Raphael Casal, who has been vocal about abortion as healthcare for decades now. Um, and also, you know, born and raised in the in the the East Bay. That's right. Um, we're talking to Buffy Wicks, uh, a, a reproductive rights champion who is an assembly member out of Oakland. Mm -hmm. um, she's going to come and tell her story and, and why it's so important that we support this fight, this cause. Um, I'm interviewing Congresswoman Veronica Escobar. Awesome. This. You'll Thank see you. these because I think I think you guys are going to put this up all over your Instagram and stuff. Yes. And Twitter. Um, so we're we're going to talk about what's happening in Texas and how we can help and why it's important we remain a safe haven state. And that's what funding the fight is all about. Um, what else? Our, our brilliant president, Stacey Cross, is going to talk about Mississippi because that's next. Because mm -hmm. we have this event on the 29th and on the, and October 4th, Supreme the Supreme Court's hearing that Mississippi case, which is just, you know, going to gut row. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. there are 25 states that are lining up to do the exact same thing. And and um, if I may, just because I'm on a roll and I'm hot and I'm standing and I'm like moving around because this <laughs> is like, this is really sort of a big deal. <laughs> In California alone, Planned Parenthood's affiliates in California saw 7,000 women from out of state this year, mm. okay? Um, stats in Texas, okay? So SB8 passes, um, abortion care providers at Planned Parenthood affiliates, there are three of them in Texas, only three in that giant state, by the way. Jesus. Um, they were performing services until midnight that night. And there were... The, the Sue Thy Neighbor people, the bounty hunters, were walking around in the parking lots with, with flashlights oh, looking to, to turn people in and profiling women who were going to seek safe legal abortion care. And, and they couldn't see everybody because the, they're, just, they're just overwhelmed. I mean, I don't know anybody who's ever been pregnant like at six weeks, come on. Right. Some folks don't even know they've missed their period at that mm -hmm. point. This is right. this is forced birth. This is some um, handmail, handmade tale level shit that's going on. And I'm sorry, Andrew, uh, our chief of staff, I had to, I had to <laughs> drop the S bomb. Yep. Um, so fire away. Um, I want to answer any questions that you have to the best of my ability and, and anybody that uh, is listening or, or or watching that wants to to help us carry this out. Well, well, just to back up a little bit, um, when did you decide you wanted to have 
this event? And did you foresee SB8 in, on the horizon or is the timing just fucking impeccable because it couldn't have been better timing to get people fired up about this as right. we should it, have been for, you know, decades, but, you know, now more than ever. Great question. Uh, we knew it was on the horizon. Um, we knew we've known that Mississippi is is being heard on on October 4th. We knew what was going on in Texas has been going on in Texas. Um, we also uh, figured this would be a good time considering people would be fired up. And we know Texas. I mean, come on. You know, um, <laughs> we 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 weren't surprised, but it was uh, it rocked everybody's world. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, to watch some of the most brilliant minds in in uh, reproductive justice and and freedom um, get emotional over that you know our rights have been taken from us. Mm -hmm. um, we're not equal, you know. And when you yep. think about that, I mean, the the Supreme Court is like, well, you know, uh, <laughs> we're just gonna let that slide. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting on pins and needles to find out what the decision is in the, you know, what, what were people saying, you know, in the dark of night under, mm -hmm. you know, on the secret docket and all this stuff, like to lay people, what, what it said to me as my 13 year old daughter came in and gave me a hug, good night. It's honey, certain people in this country think you don't matter. And they, and they think that, you know, where you, you should be forced to have a child that was maybe, um, that you, you don't want to have, that you're not ready to have, that you're not financially capable of taking care of. But we're not going to back you up with health care and with education yep. and with job opportunity and with access to all of those things because right. you don't matter to us. That's what it says to me. I'm going a little bit off book, but that's what that said to me. And that's what it, it felt like. Mm -hmm. So being an employee and a, and a staffer at Planned Parenthood, we knew that people were going to be out of their minds over this. Yeah. And they are. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that sort of answers the question. We knew we knew the timing. Mm -hmm. I, I was just going to say on that point in terms of we don't matter, like, you know, it's the it's the top level or the layer of women don't matter. But the underlying um, or under whatever the next layer of the onion is that women of color don't matter. Correct. Really? because women this of is color what it, really don't matter. Right. Yeah. We're like in the, you know, we're down there in the middle of the core. Um, but can you maybe talk a little bit about that and, and how Planned Parenthood's kind of looking at that and, um, and, and what that means really to reproductive health care and, and, and healthcare in general. Right. So I, I can speak to, you know, Planned Parenthood, I'll give you an example, Planned Parenthood Marmonte which is the largest affiliate in the country, the largest region. And we cover Northern Nevada, so Reno. It's no coincidence that we have a state-of-the-art health center right by the airport for, mm. for this exact reason, for, for Texas and, and it, you know, for accessibility, right? Um, we cover Sacramento, Davis, uh, uh, all of the East Bay, the peninsula, Santa Cruz, Carmel, uh, Bakersfield, and, and areas in between. It's huge. And we see... Um, hundreds of thousands of patients a year. Um, the majority of them are, are women of color. Um, I have statistics. Let me, yes. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read something to you guys now, okay? Last year, we saw over 180,000 unique patients in this affiliate region, 68% of whom live below the federal poverty level. 91% live at or below 
of the federal poverty level. Um, the ethnicity, here's, here's where you better hang on to your seat, but you're not gonna be surprised, okay? Right. Um, 49% of our patients are Latinx, 22% white, 10% African-American, 10% multiracial other or unknown, 8% Asian, 1% native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander, um, and less than 1% American Indian or Alaska native. Um, you know, we do, we do everything, you know, when, mm-hmm. when for religious reasons or, or lack of resources reasons, or I don't want to tell my partner reasons, or I'm young and my parents who are Catholic are not going to say yes to birth control reasons. Like we take care of women's reproductive health. Um, we also offer a variety of different services. I mean, there were during the pandemic Planned Parenthood Marmonte set up um, COVID testing sites at their locations. Um, we did telehealth because the amount of people we, we see, um, who are, um, working jobs where they can't get away and they need to do an appointment. Some, some are working in the fields. Mm -hmm. Um, and this works and, and now it's law that, that people have to be able to, continue to see their doctor, doctor via telehealth. But that's work that Planned Parenthood Advocates Marmonte does to advocate for policies that enable people to people to have access to healthcare. And access sometimes means it's on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're fighting right now is our right to choose and to, mm-hmm. to maintain that right. But what we're also doing at Planned Parenthood is making sure that people have access to healthcare because healthcare is not a human right at this point. It's just not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up all of that. And it's, it's a lot to take in, but um, you know, we were, we were um, interviewed recently by, by KQED and she brought up something that I'd never really thought about before because I, well, same as you, it's like, because it's our right, like there's no other question why we, why abortion is healthcare and, and it should be our right to choose. But my own personal relationship with, with it, uh, whether it be abortion or free clinics or Planned Parenthood specifically. And, um, you know, uh, for the first 20, well into my 30s, I was going to Planned Parenthood for birth control, for tests, for the day after pill. You know, I grew up uh, with immigrant parents that are very religious and they never talked to me about uh, reproductive rights, about sex. I never got taught anything. I got taught that in, in, in Planned Parenthood. And the, the just imagining that I didn't have access to that, I don't know where I would be today. I don't know what would have happened to me, you know? Um, so I, I'm just curious to know if you have a, a similar history with that or, or any, uh, and also friends of mine that have had to go and, you know, have an abortion or, you know, birth control is just, it's just, it was at the very core of my high school and college existence. And I never realized how much I depended on it. And uh, I have no clue where I would be today without it. It's frightening. Um, It is. And I'm really glad to hear you tell that story. um, Because those kinds of stories are life-saving stories. They really are. Because sometimes women don't even realize what's at their disposal because they're, they're closed off because their families are, are religious or because they live in an area where they just, it's not publicized. Right. So, 
it's it's great when we talk about um, how Planned Parenthood has kept us healthy and alive in many cases. And so, yes, I totally have a story and I'm I'm happy to tell it. Um, I grew up in the affiliate and uh, I was pregnant at 17 and there was no way, you know, I was I was living at home with my mom and dad. 17 years old. Uh, my father, a pro-choice Catholic, but had he known, I think we probably wouldn't be having this conversation right now because maybe, I don't know, maybe I would have had it. I just don't know. But I knew that the, the decision was mine uh, because I knew Planned Parenthood existed. And we all knew, all of my friends knew this. And I, I uh, got 200 bucks together. Um, and I went down to the Mountain View Clinic and I had an abortion and I did it alone. And I uh, remember being, you know, a little bit scared, but also I was so um, blown away. Like I was, they were so wonderful to me. The woman that held my hand through the procedure was Teresa. Like um, I can see her right now. I'm 50 freaking six almost. Like I, she's right here. How you doing? The doc, I mean, like I remember that whole thing and it was, you know, nobody wants to have an abortion. Right. But I got to have a life and um, that's my choice. Uh, one of my very closest friends in between college and a paying job with insurance used Planned Parenthood. And you hear this all the time, like so many people use yep. our services as that's healthcare, right? Because mm -hmm. it's healthcare no matter what mm -hmm. you pay, you can't pay. You know, it doesn't matter. You're going to be seen. Um, and she went in for just a routine pap smear and a physical and they found a tumor at the base of her spine. It was removed and she survived. And, you know, 40 years later, she's here with grown children and a full life and that's Planned Parenthood. But that's like, those are the stories that like we hear those all the time and everybody has, everybody's got some story, whether it's their own personal or they're connected to someone's mm -hmm, story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and that's pretty spectacular to think that, you know, I don't know. I'll never not be a supporter no matter what, um, because somebody needs to be able to lean on us and, and Planned Parenthood needs to be able to lean on us. Um, I don't know. It's a pretty, it makes me emotional. Like today I called this woman to invite her to, um, the event and she's been a longtime supporter of, of the, the charitable side, you know, the boots on the ground. And I happen to know she's a real she's very politically active. Mm. And so I just thought, oh, screw it. You know, I'm going to invite her to this thing. <laughs> and we started talking and, and I get sort of not verklempt, but like chills when I tell people like you making a contribution. And again, it's not how much you contribute. It's, it's that you contribute. It's life-saving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, makes me, you know, it's life-saving. And I get like, like what a privilege to be able to, uh, to be a part of, you know, this conversation, to put it out there, you know, who knows? Somebody might be listening and they're like, oh shoot, I didn't know they did prostate exams. Well, <laughs> right? I was gonna say, I think when any <laughs> when anyone hears Planned Parenthood, they're like, oh, abortion. And you're like, actually, um, that's like, I don't know what the percentage would be of what Planned it's Parenthood, very you might have it, that perform abortion. I know it's fine, now. right? It's a small percentage <laughs> but, of what we do. But it's really the conversation about healthcare and access to healthcare and, um, I think that's such an important piece of all of this, Stephanie. Um,
But I don't know. What are some other misconceptions that you think people think about when they hear Planned Parenthood um, and why should they contribute? So sad. Well, contribute for people like, um, you know, Ange who didn't have parents to go through and who needed to keep herself unpregnant or (laughs) for my girlfriend who needed to just have a routine physical and had cancer removed from her body for the children whose parents don't have health care because they work, you know, low paying jobs that where their, their employers don't offer it yet. They can't start kindergarten without a well child check Mm. or the, the, the old guy who, whose insurance doesn't cover a prostate exam, but he's not feeling good. You know what I mean? Like there is so much more to what we do, but, um, Today, I, I, I was on, a, I was on a, a prep call for this event with this amazing committee that we put together, all volunteer and just people who are just down for the fight, which is like super encouraging and very uplifting to be around. But our president <laughs> and CEO is on the call and she shows up for all these things like hardest working woman and uh, uh, that I know. Anyway, she said something very, um, it stood out to me. Um, we were talking about sort of like through lines from, you know, uh, lack of, of abortion access to what does that mean for education and what does that mean mm-hmm. for climate and what does that mean for, um, you know, all, all sorts of access. I mean, it, it just, it, it, so many things can be touched from this because when women in their communities are not taken care of and do not have access to care for themselves, then stuff starts to fall apart. And, and Stacy was saying this, you know, when there's no abortion and when there's no women's health care access, not just abortion care, mm-hmm. but that's when the communities start to, to fall apart. It really does deeply affect communities because in so many cases, women are the, the, the core of the family or that, you know, oftentimes the, the sole parent or the, 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 you know, only breadwinner, what, what have you. In, in single parent families. So we got to take care of, of, of humans. We need to make sure that healthcare is accessible, but until it is, we need Planned Parenthood to be here to make sure that women have the right to choose. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want to know what that looks like. We see what's happening in Texas <laughs> yeah. already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. If, go ahead, Ange. And I, I, I get sucked into when Steph talks and I'm like, I know. Well, this is my next question. I know because you're God so passionate. It. I'm just like, just keep talking. I don't know. We don't need to talk actually. <laughs> no, I'll just, sh- I'll just shut up, but, um, go ahead, Ange. Sorry. No, I was just going to comment. I was just going to thank you for your advocacy, for yep. your passion, for sharing, <laughs> for sharing your story with us today. You know, I've been, I've been, I was saying, you know, we need to normalize saying the word abortion. It should not be a taboo word. Um, we need to, yeah, it just, uh, just all, all these things, just, you, you really inspire me. And, um, you know, we talk about abortion, like, oh, but what, if, what if you get pregnant, you know, you get raped and then you're pregnant. Yes, of course that's horrible, but it doesn't need to be that extreme of a situation. Sometimes right. that's just the right decision for you. And really it's none of your fucking business. It's my thank you. decision. That's it. That's it. So, uh, you know, thank you. It is, it's nobody's yeah. business. It's a, it's between me and, and the doctor who I'm, you know, seeking the service from, if that's even proper English. You know what I'm saying? Wait mm-hmm. till you hear Buffy Wicks tell her story. Mm. She's coming out of the gate hot. 
So we're opening this event. <laughs> I, I, I just, I want to just tell you, because I am so excited. We like nailed the program. It's an hour long. It's six to 7 p.m. Um, we're opening it up with a montage of 30 second or so abortion is healthcare because videos um, by some amazing contributors. And so as people are kind of coming into the Zoom room, we're just going to roll those for a while. Wait till you see who's in there. I know some people. Well, that, it's <laughs> kind of, it's just, we'll talk about that in a minute. Go ahead. <laughs> um, we've, we've added, we've added, it's going to, it's just going to be insane. So we want to get people fired up. Then we got the amazing Alana Brown, who's going to come out and tell why we're here. She's going to give a little bit of personal background and then she's going straight into an interview with, with assembly member Buffy Wicks, oh, who cool. if you, Angie, I know, you know, cause you were in this yeah. district. Um, <laughs> Buffy is a real one, as they say. I mean, this woman does not stop. She advocates, she does the work. She just grabs hold and she really goes for it, whether it's, you know, with housing or healthcare or gun violence or, abortion as healthcare. Um, and so Buffy's going to tell her story. And then we go into the Raphael interview with Alana and then me and Escobar and Stacy. And then we've got a youth speaks poet who's coming oh, out. That's awesome. Yes. Um, and then we, you know, our, our executive director on the advocate side is going to say, Hey, like, here's what this, here's what you're funding. Yep. Um, and it's just going to be hot. Like it's going <laughs> to be, it, it really is. And, and I'm so excited to be a part of this because nothing, um, oppression and um, dehumanization of, of people, whether it's people of color or women or women of color, you name it, um, that nothing gets me more fired up. Like, I am so ready. I am so ready to, you know, this is, this is the, this is the week I do the phone calls. This is when like, I'm dialing, literally dialing for dollars and just trying to fill that room. Cause we need it. Cause we are too close with this Larry Elder. Oh, oh I mean, like you guys, we are faced with this. This is, mm. this is real. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. real. It's all happening. Mm -hmm. It's all happening. And so, and so here we are to make sure that we keep all these rad human beings advocating on our behalf mm -hmm. and that we, and that Planned Parenthood is here. I love the line, no matter what, you know, yes. no matter what, no matter where you're from, it's a national fight and we can, we can have impact locally. Come on in. We got you. Right. So um, can I plug how to get to the event? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I've said it 52 times, fund the fight September 29th at 6 PM. It's on zoom. Um, put on a cute top, keep your sweatpants on, pour yourself a <laughs> glass of whatever, join us. Um, tickets start at 50 bucks. Um, you can get them online at fund-the-fight.ppamm.org, fund-the-fight.ppamm.org. Awesome. I know you're going to put it up. Yeah, I'm going to put We're, it up. We and and you guys are so amazing to do your fundraiser and to advocate on our behalf. And um, you can. Oh, I'm going to tell people where to find us. Oh, yeah. Uh, on on Twitter at PPAM, P-P-A-M-M -M, um, or P-P-M-M, -M, Planned Parenthood Marmonte or Planned Parenthood Advocates Marmonte. This is an advocates event, but 
we're doing the advocates work so that the so that the marmonte can give the can give the healthcare right mm-hmm. um what else have i left anything out i, I just quickly it's not quick but i there's another conversation that we've had you know here and there and i think I don't know if we mentioned in the KQED article or whatever, but that also um, Planned Parenthood services um, trans folks. And and it's not only women having abortions, it's trans folks that are also seeking um, abortion healthcare. So I don't know if you want to- People who are seeking abortions. Yes. And and we have gender affirming care. Um, You can go to PlannedParenthoodMarmonte.org and just and have a field day and see everything that is offered uh, your mind will be blown but yes gender affirming care is um something that we are very uh I, i'm i'm just so proud of the organization the way that um they have made it we have made it a priority mm-hmm. um and again it is it's no questions asked, no matter what, get on in here. Yeah, we got, we got you. And I wouldn't be surprised depending on how Mississippi goes and all these other States, like that's going to be the next thing that's under fire. If it's not already as it has been, but under fire and, um, yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. but, um, there, there is one thing and Anne just said it, but, um, you know, we were asked, during the KQED interview and it silenced both of us, like who inspires you and gives you hope. And she and I flatlined because we're like, <laughs> Oh God, I don't, we have no idea. But to Angela's point, it's you and your Aww. organization and the people that are like, this is your work. This is you're doing it nine to nine probably. So thank you. You know, we're just little blips on the screen, just trying to feel like we're ah. doing stuff, so- doing <laughs> something. We're just feeling like we want to do something, but you're, you're in there every day. So Thank you. And I don't want to cry. Ooh. So, <laughs> yeah, Ooh, I love crying. Are you kidding? We crying do it so is, much on the we show. Just, I yeah. Just, I, I'm I, so I, cried out. Like, yeah. <laughs> but isn't there a song called I'm all cried out? Yeah, all cried out. I'm yeah. All cried it's uh, Lisa, 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 there it is. No, it's Lisa, 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 I feel like Shar will need to. Oh, it's that one. Outside the rain is fall. You know that song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, you Andrew guys. is his name. Sorry, Andrew. Maybe you can get her to perform no, the song. I told him yeah. it was going to be crazy. Yeah. No. You it's... guys are so great. You listen. I, I and and you helped make this happen. Like, let me tell you something. I and I and we're gonna. You're gonna be thanked so profusely. But I want to do it right here and right now too. Like, there would be no Alana Brown in my life. There will be no Raphael Casal headline in this thing. There, you know, wait till you see some of these abortionist healthcare videos. That stuff wouldn't have happened if it hadn't been for you. And Aaron, thank you. And Char, thank you for helping me do that outreach and for putting me in contact with people because, um, you know, you gotta you gotta make it, you know, a little bit sexy. Like, I mean, if we're gonna ask sexy. you to sit in front of your camera one more hour and <laughs> give us your money. Like we want to give you something for it. And yeah. I think we are. And I, and, and thank you for helping me make this happen. Of course. got to reach those young folk. They got to get involved. You're the best, gonna, Stephanie. Yes. Every yeah. time we're going to have you on, I'm like, oh, I don't have to do anything. Just let her talk. <laughs> Just let her do her I'm thing. I'm insane. No, God, I, hope, no. I hope I answered everything. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, just keep your eyes on the news, right? Yeah. As long as you can, like, 
you know. I'm just making I, sure. I'm checking my notes here to make yeah, sure I didn't make, leave anything out. All the- I mean, one of the things that when I was, when I was putting stuff down on paper, you know, um, Texas is, is so disheartening, you know, as we've, as we've discussed, but what it comes down to is, you know, the DOJ came back on Friday, right. And they sued them. Right. And they said, this is unconstitutional because this is, it's, it's a woman's right, right. Mm -hmm. Constitutional right. Um, and, and then I was talking with Andrew a little bit more about this and he's, he's, this is all just flies off of his tongue. And I'm like, okay, talk to me like I'm a four-year-old. Great. I'm taking all my notes. <laughs> and then really the bottom line is people are going to die. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that is how grave this situation is. So if anybody's on the fence, you don't know if you can make it think about that, like we are in the fight for, for life in many cases. And it's, and, um, you know, it would be just an absolute honor for your your listeners to join us um, and for us to just be there, yeah. not just for the Californians who need us, but for for people, for pregnant people who are coming from outside of the state. And to your point, yes, not just women, mm-hmm. but trans people who are pregnant, um, who need our services and who have nowhere else to go. So on that, I mean, I don't need to get melodramatic, but you know, this is, this is the reality of the situation. You guys, Look, that's why I film myself like 45 times and got it right. Because, um, this is scary. And I also feel like we're, we're the ones that have to make it happen. Always. So mm-hmm. always. And also ones- this is, this is why I'm wearing this shirt for you. So. <sighs> Oh, where did you get that? Oh, my neighbor got it for me for my birthday this last year or Christmas, some holiday or something. I need that. Let me show you something. Hold on real quick. To people that are, that can't see us, which is everyone. My shirt says women don't know you shit. It's fun to wear around town and see the kind of looks you get. (laughs) Yes. See that abortionist healthcare tote. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can get those at Planned Parenthood Marmonte, young <laughs> philanthropists, a, a $20 oh. a month donation gets you one of these. Nice. And it goes right to what we do every day. Um, yeah, we have ways we get creative. You got to dangle a little carrot. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, people and people like stuff. Proud. People like stuff. People like stuff. People like to to tell you what they believe in. Oh, that's my not my biggest issue, but also now we just have these bounty hunters that are allowed yeah. to just stand right. there, like you said, with their flashlights. Have we not seen what happens when these extremists approach people and think they have authority over what are you doing here? You don't belong here. What do you have? We not seen what happens, especially when they're approaching people of color. That's freaking triggering. Totally. And, and, and so now they have this legal right to approach and 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 stick their nose in your business. I'm just like, I can't believe this is real life. To collect money. I mean, you know, think of the yes, scenarios that could potentially play out. Yes. So, right. you know, it's I so mean, scary. some guy gets his girlfriend pregnant. She doesn't want to have the baby. So he turns her in and collects the bounty. Yeah. Or, I mean, I mean, it's just. It's bonkers. I don't have any other words to say. It is. It's one of the most extreme things I think I've, I've heard of <laughs> really. Right. 
having right, to do right. with women's rights in the U.S. Well, this is to a, be honest. a side note, but it is also connected. You are friends with Julian Castro. We'll call you maybe best friends. <laughs> I, think, I think I mean, I would definitely consider him one of my best friends, but he'd be like, Steph, who? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He famously supported your run for Love Oakland him. City Council. He's incredible. Um, when is he going to announce his run against Abbott next year? I mean, tell oh me it's going to happen. Can you tell so me? So I us don't on the know, but I, so I now Julian, I will say um, when I get to Julian, I go through Julian's, you know, people for staff kind yeah. of deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but they he always delivers because he is the most solid dude I have ever met in politics. Mm. And I mean, like, and one of the smartest people who's ever walked, right? Mm. Just talk about elevating that whole presidential primary, right? I mean, he says something and everybody's like, oh yeah, what Julian said. In fact, I'm going to take a a page from his playbook on police reform and, and Medicare for all. And I mean, you name it, like go, you should still sometimes go to Julian for the future and read his policies. They're all up there. It Mm. will blow your mind. And you're like, oh my God, that's where Warren got it. That's where so-and-so got, you know, he started those Mm. discussions. Mm -hmm. Um, But so Julian, I, if I have an occasion to speak to him directly, I will ask him to his face because we need him. This country Please. needs him as the yeah. governor of Texas. But I just got a poll and I, you know, I delete a lot of political emails. <laughs> I get hundreds a day. I'm sure you guys do too. Mm-hmm. But I, when they say Julian, I like to open them up. And because what if he's writing to me like directly? I mean, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> from the desk, um, so, from the desk. Yeah, of, exactly, yeah. Exactly. Um, so I saw one that said, do you support Julian Castro for governor of Texas or do you want Julian? And I'm like, I filled out every single question on that one. So who does what third party does that if he isn't already thinking? thinking. Of it? Yeah, he yeah. is. Yes, yes. And then how great would it be if Joaquin ran for Senate? Yeah. One, two. Yeah. 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 Because that's about that's the hottest uh, super twins duo I've ever heard of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those two come on. Um, I'm just to be on it with. Well, I mean, this maybe I don't know. This is not even a question, but a statement. I don't know how bad things are going to have to get. And I mean, I was I was thinking this during the last four years until people start burning shit down in the streets. Cause I thought Texas might've been the, been the thing. Right. And I know, you know, I know there were, there's marches that are being planned right now, October 2nd, um, throughout California, but, um, yeah. When are we getting off our asses? So, you know, I mean, I am going to help Ange burn some things down, but Maybe, maybe, have plans. maybe, maybe yes or no. I actually shouldn't. I'm kidding. We're totally we can't say it on air. But no, there are plans no, 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 no. no. <laughs> figuratively. Yeah, <laughs> totally figuratively. You know, like I want to get cuffed. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to push it to the extreme. No, I'm kidding. No, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to. I don't want to leave my kids at home. But what I will do is I keep this. I'm going to I have this little. um sign from the very first women's march it's it's a picture of princess leia it says a woman's places in the resistance my eight my daughter when she was eight carried this mm-hmm. with her stuffy under the other arm mm-hmm. and walked the streets of oakland and um i just feel like we are asked to do so much as women <laughs> but we don't yeah. know you shit 
we don't, but we are expected to keep it together, to not lose our tempers, but to be strong and forceful and yet still, you know, ladylike and ladylike and take mm-hmm. care of the kids and all that. You know how I take care of my kids? I take them to marches and they know. And when my daughter says, mom, when they gut row, can I go to war with you? And I'm like, yes, but it's going to be our kind of war, which is us organizing. That is the only way because the will of the people is that women have a right to choose. We know this. What is it? What, what are the, the, I mean, you, you hear the facts and figures, but it's like 70% of Americans support abortion. Right. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. support Roe. So, okay. That's the will of the people. Let's organize around it and let's elect people who also believe in that cause. That's how we win. That's how women do it. So while, you know, you, you, you want to tell us how to act, we're going to show you how we act and we're going to show you how we get things done. Why do you think Ossoff and Warnock are in the Senate right now? Mm-hmm. Because right. I, I, for weeks, made calls in Spanish and English with a bunch of other Latinas and, and, and uh, there were some dudes in there. Uh, guess who the majority was women. Guess who gets it done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But thank you so much for being on Bish Talk uh, yet again. Um, I love you guys. We, we love, love you. you too. So we much. love the work you're doing and please just keep fighting. Please, please, please. Whatever that looks like, please keep doing it. It looks like this. Yeah. We'll always do this together. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to be old, old bitches. <laughs> Doing this. You know what I mean? I feel like I am. Oh, honey, I got you by a decade. I don't feel old. I feel alive and I feel like rejuvenated by this. Like you want, you want a piece of me? Right. Are you kidding? Right. In 2021. Yeah. We did this work already. You don't get to take it from us. It's Mm -hmm. also, you know, mom said, I'm tired. I go, I'm not tired, mom. I will fight for you. But now when you say that, it feels like this is just, this is, I don't say it's boring. I'm not, but why can't they think of anything new to do? Why aren't we changing other things? Like this is so hacky. Like, that's the problem. It's old values. It's old it's values. Over. It's, it's come like back been there, it done that. Yes. Yeah. Move on. Anyways, thanks for coming on the show, Steph. <laughs> it's been real. It's been real. Real, real, real. Thanks so much to Stephanie Dominguez Walton for coming on the show and talking about her upcoming, well, not even hers, but she's been helping put together, but um, the Planned Parenthood Advocates of Marmonte event, which is on September 29th. You might see a couple of familiar faces on there. Um, Please don't make fun of us too hard. (laughs) And uh, the links will be in our show notes as well as on our Instagram. So you can buy tickets through there. No, she always lights a fire under our asses. It's crazy. She's been on. Every time she's been on has been for a completely different reason. And it's always just so inspiring isn't even the word. It's just like, oh, my God, she's so full of energy. It's it's. I don't know. It lights a fire under my ass. I appreciate her so much. Feel a little, feel a little better mm-hmm. about some things. We need to invite her to our uh, our tiny homes commune. Yeah, she'd oh, be. She'll have if she'll have us. Yeah, she'd be very <laughs> useful on the commune for sure. She could raise money <laughs> <laughs> for funding, yearly funding. 
for the uh. commie. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. 